Welcome everyone to the Exceptionally Irresistible Podcast, a show that talks about how people and businesses can become more exceptional and more irresistible in their personal and professional lives. I am your co-host, Baruch Dubrow, and I specialize in helping people live a more exceptional life. And I am your co-host, Yermi Kirkus, and I specialize in helping people become more irresistible. Together, this show is meant to inspire people to become more exceptionally irresistible in their personal and professional life. Who wouldn't want that, right? Are you ready to level up and one-up your life and business? Then let's get to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Exceptionally Irresistible Show. This is our 21st episode titled Being Always Happy. That's right. Last episode, we spoke about how important it is to treat everybody around us better and kind of like looking at them from a better lens. Now, we're also, when we say everybody, we're also meaning everything. It could be situations around us. It could be anything that we are facing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person. And the moment we start seeing things through a better lens and we work on that deeper intrinsic level of ourself, we ultimately become happier. However, remember the key word here is work. It takes work to become happy. So, Baruch, could you highlight what we're going to be talking about in this show? Definitely. And it's funny because every time we say the word happy, I, I think of of that that singer with like the, the hats dude, you know, who sang the song oh, happy. Yeah. that was a couple of years back. Right. Anyway, yeah, a little least. tangent there. But in this episode, we're <laughs> going to explore what it means to be intrinsically happy, like Gru mm. from Despicable Me, right? So <laughs> the things we're going to be highlighting in this episode are going to be how happiness is work. What does it take to be happy? What does that work look like? What is the pursuit of happiness? What does happiness look like to you? And of course, what does it take to be happy? Yeah, well, I was going to say, you know, you have this amazing program, which I've been very fortunate to to be a part of and to take called the work of happiness. So I think you're sure. probably the, the happiness expert. Let's get started with this. What is yes. the work of happiness and how do we focus on happiness as work? Sure, absolutely. And um you know, first of all, thank you for joining that work of happiness and thank you for being part of it. Um, I know it was very early on in our sort of relationship building and stuff. It was funny because just the other other day I was having a discussion with a actually a potential guest for perhaps season two coming up. Ooh. Did I just hint that? Okay. But I was talking to them and I was saying like how how interesting it could be that from just a regular discussion, a talk, to eventually turning into a potential client, turning into a client, turning into a friend, turning into a partner, now a co-host, you know, that brings me the deepest levels of happiness, Mm. you know, the deepest levels of fulfillment, because ultimately I do see myself as a partner with the people that I'm working with. Exactly. So I say that because even though I do like, like I do see myself as an expert on happiness and on purpose and on meaning and everything. I don't think myself as the expert. I think there are many other experts and I think there are validities to everybody's, you know, approach and stuff. However, when I see happiness, I'm looking for, for intrinsic happiness, for my happiness. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, how could I share that and inspire others to be 
their own intrinsically happy, their, like their happiness. And so what, what does that mean? For me, happiness is really work. It's something I have to consistently, you know, build upon, work upon, do it every single day and really invite it into my life. That's what I see happiness as because it's so easy to get bogged down by things that happen on a day-to-day basis. You know, Mm -hmm. just last night I was having a really hard time falling asleep because of a certain news article that I read. And I really had to apply the work of happiness in order to fall asleep, you know, wake up this morning and work, work of happiness had to kick in again because it is so easy, so easy to just get sucked into this whirlwind of the world that, you know, that, that, that's just, I guess how the world runs. Right. But I have to constantly remind myself that today I want to be happy and, that's all that matters in my opinion. And I have to work at it and I have to take the steps necessary to become happy. Right. So let me turn that around to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a participant of such a program or as a participant of somebody who, you know, invites happiness into his world, how do you see work of happiness? Like, how do you see happiness as being a work for you? So uh, so for me, I want to focus on some steps that I've taken in the past um, and still take today. Number one is you are a direct influence of the five people you spend the most time with. Like anybody who's listening to this, if you think about who do you spend the most time with, who are the five people you spend the most time with? And then you look at their lives and you look at their attitudes and you think to yourself, okay, are they where I want to be? Or are they going Mm -hmm. where I want to be? Are they the type of people I actually like to be around? Are they the type of people that have the mindset I want to have? If yes, then great. Keep doing that. If not, then you have to change your circle of influence. So that's Mm -hmm. one thing as I just started surrounding myself with people that were happier, people that were either where I wanted to be in life or were heading there. You know, one of the reasons Mm -hmm. why I love our camaraderie, our relationship is the fact that in a way you're where I want to be, but you're also moving forward. So it's, we kind of get to grow together, learn together. Mm -hmm. I can kind of see where the benchmarks are for myself in the future and then where they're going to be. And just surrounding myself by with more people that are like that, people who are truly right. happy. The other thing is, you know, your your input is your output. You know, whatever you're bringing into your life, whatever influences you're allowing in are, are the things that you're going to put out. So everybody loves social mm-hmm. media. Everybody loves the news, right? But the mm-hmm. funny thing is that those two things are, if not used properly, probably two mm-hmm. of the most detrimental things to sure. any individual. I mean, there's... There's nothing good in the news. I, I, I so much so that a number of years back, I was going to start a company called PNN. It was going to be the Positive News Network because there was just <laughs> so much negativity out there. Mm-hmm. Thank God somebody else took the idea and they started something with it. Yeah. But again, that's the thing is, if this is what you're you're mm-hmm. taking in, this is all you're ever going to see. Social media. If you look at Instagram, for example, most people on Instagram. What they do is they have that that person who's like super successful, and then they have that person mm-hmm. who's an extremely hard worker, and then they have that person who on Instagram is posting all the pictures with the family, and they're taking these five, six, seven people that they follow, and all these people are living different lives. Sure. And then we look at that and we're like, oh, I want to live that life, but that mm-hmm. one life is not the same for each individual. The person that's spending all this time with their family and posting all those family pictures isn't necessarily a multimillionaire. It could be they yeah. are. And they're also not the same person who's hustling from 3 a.m. To, to 12 p.m. every night, to, to, to midnight every night. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and we build this false image of who it is that we want to be. So to me, the work of happiness is figuring out, first of all, what would make us happy? Because what makes me happy right. is very different than what makes somebody else happy. Right. right. So what's going to make me happy? What is the input I need to put in to myself visually, audio, videos, mm-hmm. um, the people I need to surround myself with? And how do I change that up to start building myself into this possibility of having happiness from the outside influences so that I can also then work on internal happiness as well? That's the way I see it. A hundred percent. And I think I think what like like we were talking last episode where everything has two sides to one coin. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when I hear the words, the pursuit of happiness. Mm. So at first, it's very, very misguiding, I mm. would say. Okay. Because going after those so-called influencers, which I do not call them influencers, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, going after these, so you know, accounts or whatever, with all like, life is rosy and look at my Bentley and look at my Rolls Royce and look at my this and look at my that and... You know, I, I I produced a video and I now have like 500,000 views or whatever. And, you know, life yeah. looks so rosy from the side of our phone. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's an effect what it really is. And I think what, what interests us or what intrigues us so much is that it, it's this, it's this, it's this envy that we have of these, of these illusionary lives. But the moment we start understanding what goes behind the screen or what goes behind what's happening, then then things really, really start changing. And my my perspective of it really changed the moment I started reading the book, The Pursuit of Happiness, and then ultimately watching the film, The Pursuit mm-hmm. of Happiness, where, you know, the character played by Will Smith in, in that movie, Pursuit of Happiness, he goes through a lot of challenges. He goes through a lot of hardships. And he kind of shows his method of how he reaches, you know, ultimately his success. And that is really the pursuit of happiness. That's really what happiness is about. It's about going through the steps that is necessary to achieve that pursuit of happiness. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen by posting a bunch of rosy pictures on on Instagram. It's not going to take buying a bunch of followers. It's not going to take... That's not necessarily how it's going to be because you're always going to be following your tail and running after the next thing and perhaps even looking at what the other influencer is doing or the other Mm -hmm. person is doing and you're just in this whirlwind again, you know? Right. And by simply focusing on yourself, by by simply finding what makes me happy, a great example to that is just by looking at what my ideal life looks like. Where do I want to be at end of life or, you know, right. in 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 120 years from now, whatever it is. What do I want my life to ultimately look like and how do I work towards that? What right. are the steps do I need to take to achieve that? And so with that, you know, I'm going to invite everybody. There's going to be the link down here below. Come join one of our free webinars that are actually talking about the work of happiness. Come learn some more and you'll learn about different steps that you could take to become happier. That was a paid yeah. advertisement. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that is that you know we all do need to work on our happiness. We all do need to invite more positivity into our lives, and we have to do we have to do that in an action step, in an in a real active way. Because if we don't, what is the alternative? 
that's really right. what we need to think about. I actually want I want to add on to that for a second. Um, you know, when you're asking yourself what makes me happy, um, I'm going to go back to the whys. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, just to clarify, I said the whys, not the wives. My wife always <laughs> makes me happy. That's 100 percent true. Um, but the whys, you know, when you think about what makes me happy, well, challenge. I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself why does that make me happy? Absolutely. Because a lot of people initially are going to say what makes me happy. Oh, having money. Oh, having a big mm. house. Right. Okay, fair enough. But why? Why do you want that big mm. house? You know, oh, well, because this is what X has, or because I think it'll make my life better. Well, with a bigger house comes bigger responsibilities. More cleaning needs to be get, you know needs to get done, and there's going to be more financial strain. And you sure. know, X, you know, so you have to go down that road. I personally, I, I want to have a, a big house. I want to have a huge property. Um, but for mm. me. I want to have it and that will make me happy, but it'll make me happy because the way I want to use that is not for myself and for my family. I want to have that property and, and have that house to have guests over, to invite people in. I want to have a ranch out here in Dallas, not in Dallas, but out here in Texas where mm. we can have couples come out and where we can have educators and sure. we can have different community leaders who need a break, who need a, who need a rest and they can come out and they can just, you know, relax on this property that we're going to have with lakes and streams and trees and cabins and everything. And, and then I also want to be using it as a way of um, doing workshops and, and weekend events and retreats, you know, that's what makes me happy. So it's not the house. Mm -hmm. Cause initially right. I thought I wanted a nice big house out in Long Island. Um, <laughs> and again, the, the same principles were there of wanting it for people, but you have to ask yourself right. again, if this is what makes me happy, why does it make me happy? And the more that a, that a person understands that first of all, the happier they'll be, but also the, the more likely they are to pursue it, the more motivated they are going to be to pursue that and what it's going to take to get there. But it's also, like you said, it's it's being happy along the way, being happy with the challenges, being happy on the journey. Um, because I, I think it's very obvious that once we achieve our destination, doesn't mean we're going to be happy with that. You know, we're going right. to want more. You look at how many wealthy individuals are out there that are unfortunately living a miserable life. You know, they're, they're getting sure. divorced from their spouse. They're, they're losing all their money or, or how many people are, God forbid, you know, you know, well, I'm not going to go there, but it, it's yeah. how many people who we, we look at as having made it. Sure. Aren't. You know, they, they have so many things going on. So it's sure always looking for that next thing that is going to make you happy. That's going to um, bring good into the world and, and pursuing it and being happy with the road and being happy with the, the challenges along the way. Absolutely. And I think, I think this really, connects to all the last you know 20 episodes that we've been talking about you know one thing leads to another obviously but um it's that purpose it's that meaning it's that you know digging deep it's that you know seeing what that ideal life looks like etc 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 right so hey guys if you haven't heard all the other 20 episodes go back and check it out right but in the work of happiness we actually call this the pre-game because mm -hmm. The, the work of happiness will not be effective if you do not see what does that end end of life look like, you know? Right. And I don't mean end of life meaning when you die, but I mean like, like what, what is that ultimate goal that you're trying to reach to? What does that right. ideal life look like? And that's a very important step to take much before you even start on the work, much before you even start on anything. And exactly as you said, it's that, these people who are just looking just to make money or just to buy a big house or just to, there's always going to be something that is missing. Yep. What about that is 
is what's causing that that happiness in a sense. And if you do not focus on that intrinsic happiness, then you're missing out on something. Yeah. You know, so that is part of the work. And I like to say, you know, work on your happiness first because that is going to be your inspiration, not your motivation, but your inspiration mm -hmm. to work on everything else. Right. You see, the, the, the key difference, and we speak about this in, again in the work of happiness, is that inspiration versus motivation. Motivation is just like this, this like temporary kind of fuel, if you will, that, that's just fuel your car right now. Whereas inspiration is your actual vehicle, mm -hmm. the actual vehicle that gets you somewhere. So work on your inspiration first and then fuel that inspiration with that motivation. Like, like, like keep motivating yourself, keep pushing yourself. But first you have to build that inspiration. Right. You know, when you were right. sharing that, when you were sharing that, that Dallas idea, I was getting so inspired just hearing you, you know, I'll be like, wow, that'd be so cool to have such a thing. Like, I would so totally go to such a place. And so here's something really interesting and ironic. I kind of like sometimes meditate on this. I'm actually rooting for you now. I'm praying for you that, awesome. that I really you. hope that you really achieve that. Why? Because there's a little bit of ego involved here. There's a little bit of like, hey, I want to go to such a place. Like I better, I better hope he achieves his goal so that I could eventually get there, you know? And and I think some of the audience members here that are listening perhaps even share that with me. And so I just want to show the, 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 how that perpetuates this happiness thing. How does that work towards your success? Could you imagine a bunch of people actually praying for your success? Mm. So it's not only you are praying for your success. It's not only you that's manifesting your success. It's not only you hoping for your success, but it's a bunch of other people who are also routing for you and who are also praying for you. And that is the key here. That's the key that I hope that the audience takes away is that when you find your true purpose and it makes sense, the universe says, yeah, and people in the universe go, yeah, that's that's how you actually manifest. You hear these words being thrown around very easily, but that's actually how manifestation becomes into action. Yeah, 100%. And, and you know, before we wrap up, I just I want to encourage everybody once again, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Go out there, find the people whom mm -hmm. you want to spend your time with. Find the people who are living the life that you want to live, who are in pursuit of the life that you want to live. And again, not that you're comparing yourself to them and, and you're sure. jealous of them, but on the contrary, here's the thing successful people like to share success. Yeah, you know, the, the people who are truly successful, the people who are truly wealthy will show you how to how to get there, how, how to have that same success, how to achieve that wealth. All it takes is for you to get the courage, go out there, find them, pursue them, ask them yeah. for the help and guidance. Surround yourself with a community of people who will pray for you, people who will, you know, root for you for your success and will help you along the way, who will make the introductions that are needed. So that way you can sure. all be happy together and, and you can then return the favor to them. That's right. And that does conclude our 21st episode being always happy of this awesome, exceptionally irresistible show. I am positive at this point that if you got all the way here, you got some value out of this show. And guess what? We have an awesome guest lined up tonight for our weekly lives that we have. So don't forget to click on the link below to go find out who that awesome guest is. And don't forget to show up. 
And guess what? For those who do show up and for those who do end up coming to the work of happiness, I will be randomly picking and choosing in our episode that's going to be coming out tonight in the live show that if it's your choosing and you want to join on one of our workshops of work of happiness, we will be giving it away for free. So do join, do come, come check it out. This is worth your time and your energy and your happiness in the end of the day. So once again, thanks again for listening to the show. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for following us, commenting and, you know, interacting with us. And, you know, you guys could always send us questions and you guys could always join us in the lives and in the clubhouses. That's what we're here all about. It brings us happiness to bring you happiness. So see you again next week for another awesome show. Until next week, we would like to leave you with a blessing from my wonderful children. May you be blessed with all of your heart's desires, in a good and an open and revealed way.